Hello and welcome to the Creative Questers podcast. My name is Stefka. And I'm Christina. And today we'll be talking about writing communities and how to become active in one and why you should. So today's mostly about our origin story then. <laughs> yes, our origin story. Christina, I remember our our lovely date at that, um, I think, Asian place. It was a Chinese place. It was a Chinese place? Yes, it was okay. one that you suggested and it was near my yeah. school and near your home. Yes, and I, I remember that. I remember our date there, but I do not, like I was trying to remember where like we met at shut up and write but i don't like have that memory of us actually meeting at shut up and write i have like the asian place but i don't have the other one so if you do have the other one please enlighten me my brain has seen fit to not memorize that part christina how did we get to know each other tell me i thought it was love at first sight it was love at first sight i mean <laughs> honestly i know mean, i, know. I, I joke i mean i don't I joke i <laughs> I joke, but I don't joke. My memory is hmm. also kind of foggy. I remember that day very clearly. I don't really remember meeting at Shut Up and Write, but mm -hmm. I remember you asking me if I would, like, I think you said something like, I hope this isn't weird, but yeah, uh, I'd like to talk to you about your travels and just what do you think about meeting up sometime for a coffee? I remember very much being like, oh, is this too weird? Is she going to be like, oh, no. And I'm like, oh, no, I cannot take the rejection. What's happening? Yes. I was very worried about this. I am the worried type and I try not to be. But it's so funny because you didn't, you don't come off that way at all. Like you do oh, a very good job of hiding that underneath. And, and I respect that so much when someone <laughs> has the, the guts and um, I've had such wonderful connections with people who have yeah. just been willing to just step out of that comfort zone for a moment. And, and they're worrying that it's going to be weird, but they work through that. And then you develop these wonderful connections because yeah, they just took that chance. Yeah. And in that sense, Christina, it was love at first sight because <laughs> I've never... I've never had this specific like order of events happen again that I like... Went to should have been right. Felt that I had to meet them afterwards. Met them at, at at a Chinese place, and then ended up traveling Japan. Thank you for for being open to meeting me at that Asian place. Is what I'm saying, I guess. Yes. Well, it has happened with other people too, because not traveling to Japan, but you know, there've been people that we've met through should oh, have yeah. been right that are now some of our best friends. True. In the end. We owe Shut Up and Write a lot in that sense. Yes. Because we've both become organizers. We've run a lot of these, but we started out as members and just like joining these groups and being part of it. And I don't know about your first experience joining Shut Up and Write, but I remember distinctly, I had a friend who was running um, one of the Shut Up and Write Munich meetups back then. And she was running them. And I had only recently moved to Munich and I was feeling a bit lonely here and trying to get connections and it's so easy when you're still a student or where people are much more open to friendships and the younger you are in that sense the easier it is mm. but also the older you are the better it can be because you have to work to get yourself into those places where you can find connections 
And you, with Shut Up and Write and groups like this, you have an interest, a passion that is right. already there and you can connect to people through that passion. And that's what at least my experience has been, that you have a lot more in common with people. There are always connection points. And that's so amazing. I went to that Shut Up and Write and it was such fun. It was like literally one of the best parts of my week because I felt quite, well, not want to, don't want to say isolated because I had a roommate and I had still had like contacts from back home, but I felt like I was just missing a different form of connection. Like Shut Up and Write did so much in that regard. And with COVID, everything changed so fast, so much, but it also was great for the communities as well. Mm -hmm. Like in terms of meeting so many new people that we would have never met. And I'm realizing I'm going down a rabbit hole this is a whole side quest i'm opening up christina do tell me about your first experience yes, yes. right i'm sorry <laughs> yeah so my first experience um i'm calling in today from berlin mm. and this is where i was for my very first shut up and write meeting i didn't know about meetup i had started writing my book but i was still not really serious about it i didn't really know what i was doing definitely did not feel like i was a real writer and I came here and my cousin, she knew about Meetup and she really encouraged me to join mm -hmm. Shut Up and Write. And I said, well, I'm not a real writer. And I was super nervous. I, I had just started on my travels. I had started out planning on traveling for a year all around the world with one of my best friends. And she had just decided that she was feeling homesick and wanted to go home. And so I was feeling adrift. My cousin's like, this will be a really good opportunity for you to meet like-minded people. And I stood outside this little cute quirky quintessential berlin cafe and i was actually wearing this this dress that i'm wearing today <laughs> <laughs> and that was like five years ago wow. and i just was so nervous i thought oh all these people mm. are gonna think i'm just some sham that i'm a faker i'm not a real writer they're gonna be so much more experienced than me they're gonna laugh at me <laughs> I feel that emotion so much, but it's just not true. It's no. like the groups there are so diverse. Like there's usually people who write their master theses we mm -hmm. have, and people who are writing books that, that are published at this point, people who are writing short stories, people who are just, I don't want to say just, but who are writing just for themselves or who are writing fan fiction and publish them online. And they're and they, it's more like meditation. It's a common practice, meeting up, writing, getting the time in to get words onto paper. Doesn't matter what you're doing. And we haven't even actually said what Shut Up and Write is. Or what Meetup is. Or what Meetup is. <laughs> so I do want to come back to, to my first experience. Like, So I walked in. I was thinking that I was just some country bumpkin from Kansas City and these cool <laughs> Berlin people were going to be too cool for me. But like you said, you, I went in and I found that there, there were so many people who were coming from all different walks of life and coming from all different levels of experience with their writing processes and with their goals for writing. But definitely no one made me feel less or didn't make, they definitely made yeah. me feel like I belonged there. Everybody had their own story they were trying to share. And I saw a lot of people who were also feeling nervous about joining and feeling nervous about yeah. saying, people often said, I'm not a real writer. Yeah. And then the the organizer, he just made me feel really welcome. And he's like, no, no, you're here. You're a real writer. And so that's one of the big benefits about yeah. going to these meetups and going, yeah. attending 
something with a group of writers is it really gives you credibility in your own mind and reinforcement from others that you are coming together as writers to work on something together. And with Shut Up and Write, the whole premise is right there. It's kind of obvious in the name what it is. Yeah. You come together, we introduce ourselves, Mm -hmm. we talk about what our writing goals are for the day, what our, maybe what our struggle is that we're trying to get through. And then we shut up and we write together. Yeah. The fun thing about Shut Up and Write as well is that it's this whole international community. It's not like the network is super strong and you like know people from all over the world through this, but you kind of do like through the online meetups and through mm-hmm. COVID, which helped a lot with like interconnecting people. What COVID did, it made you stop and reevaluate your own priorities. And if you enjoy writing, that was kind of the best time to get into it. And to get started with like all the online resources. And it's still a great time now because those stayed around. There's a lot of online meetups still and a lot of people who've made this experience. And with the interconnectedness, I mean, we went to Japan and went to a shut up and write in Kyoto. So this is kind of, that takes place all over the world and you're instantly connected, even though we're very different, all of us, but like this one common passion is the spark, so to say, that ignites the whole rest of it. Mm -hmm. So just to backtrack to Meetup, because we keep mentioning it, Meetup is just a platform where you can join these kind of events. And there's not just Shut Up and Write, it's just one that has become so important to us personally. But I remember back in the day, there was also a crafts meetup in Munich that I actually also met two of my very best friends to this day through. It's just like finding people who have the same passion that you do. And connecting through that, which to me feels like a much better foundation for relationship in, relationships in general than like, oh, we go to the same school because we by chance grew up in the same area. So in that sense, that kind of backtracks to something I mentioned before that I think when you're older and when you're an adult, sometimes it can be harder mm-hmm. forming friendships, at least in my experience, but it can also be so much more rewarding. If you go through a platform like Meetup or Shut yeah. Up and Write to to get there, yeah, definitely. Writers are amazing people. Oh yes, I've met so many wonderful people, and I used to think like when I was growing up, I had a really hard time making friends. I was mm-hmm. an outcast, and I really had a hard time fitting in, finding belonging, and having confidence. When I started traveling, I was traveling solo, and one of the things that I would do so that I wasn't feeling alone is I would look for meetup. I would look at primarily writing groups, but I was also looking for museum visits and and different things so I could find people who had similar interests. Yeah. And it was just so incredibly helpful. I have been living in Munich now for two and a half years. I've heard so many people say how hard it is to make friends in Munich. And yeah. I have not experienced that at all. I have such a tremendous group of community of friends. Yeah. And primarily it's because of Shut Up and Write and and Meetup that I have made these wonderful connections with wonderful people. It's like some secret power. (laughs) Honestly, it is. It's so weird to me. If my 12-year-old self were able to see where I am today and see all my friends Mm. and see my social calendar, she would be like, who are you? <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. 100%. There's like this huge, huge social component with all of this. And we're looking at this from the perspective of writers, but it works in many different areas as well. But it's also 
such open, international, fun crowd of people. Also, to everyone who, who wants to practice their English and kind of stick with mm. speaking English like I do, great chance, wonderful, amazing. I honestly, for some time, that was what I loved most about it with organizing specifically that I had to keep speaking even though my workplace was like 90% if not 100% German and a lot of my friends are German obviously as well and now it's more like an international group and I I really enjoy that I just having both languages and staying in practice and speaking weekly daily sometimes and that's great yeah definitely well writing it seems like a very solitary thing to do yeah but through these meetups, we're able to feel less isolated mm -hmm. and to find support and encouragement. Yeah. And if you're having a problem, chances are somebody else in the group has felt the same thing and maybe they have a solution. True. If they don't, you know, at least there's sympathy. Yeah. At least you can moan together about how hard writing is. And my book right. is, is like mopping me again and, and things are going bad and oh I haven't written a single word in two weeks ah oh, woe is me yeah yeah but that's the other side of it it also by showing up mm. even if you've been feeling like you haven't been able to write when you come into this group of people yeah I found that there was something magical about showing up in this space dedicated just to writing that I even if it would take me 45 minutes to travel from where I was living to wherever the meetup was happening, there was something magical that would happen in those 45 minutes where I would mm. get so much more done than if I was sitting at home. Yeah. Because at home, there's always some distraction. There's always, there's dishes to do. When you're at a shut up and write meeting, you set an intention. People, I don't think, are looking over my shoulder and being like, <laughs> oh, you're on Facebook. Oh, look at you. You're ordering something <laughs> on Amazon. Ah. They're not doing that, but I feel like they might. And so I feel this accountability. Yeah. And someone definitely glaring at you when you're not working on your memoir. <laughs> we know who we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it helps keep you accountable for what you said you were going to do. Nothing is going to happen if you don't write, if you don't work on your project. But if you're in a group and you have to say, well, I didn't work on it. I, I, I kind of browsed Facebook or Instagram the whole hour. Mm -hmm. That'll get boring quickly. Guilt can be a good motivator. Group pressure really works, but also leaning on other people's successes in a way, because mm. if someone else is like, I just finished this whole poem or I did this whole thing. You're like, that is so exciting. And it's almost that excitement. It transfers over to you. So you're like, okay, let me do something as well. I want to be on this train of finishing things. And the energy in general is just really, really good. Yes. I have noticed that in a session where someone gets something done, that it suddenly it's like everybody else has also been yeah. feeling that the muse has come and sprinkled her glitter over the group. And suddenly everyone... <laughs> everyone's being more successful yeah and it's also so rewarding to be able to tell people like oh I just finished this thing mm. where like my brother love him but he doesn't give a shit about <laughs> some story I wrote some personal essay he's like completely tuned out does not care he might give me a thumbs up or something if I tell him I got something done it's like one second of reaction for like hours of work <laughs> yes yes Whereas when you are with a group of writers who realize mm, mm -hmm. how challenging it can be, mm -hmm. you can celebrate that success together and just really feel motivated to keep doing yeah. it. And you have someone, it's hard to get your work out there in the world. And if you hear that 
this other person next to you has just finished something and you're inspired to do the same and inspired to share your stories Mm -hmm. and you're going to keep on doing it instead of just going, okay, I'm not a real writer. Fuck this. I'm out. (laughs) Absolutely. Even deeper than that. You can even get into like a feedback habit and like getting feedback from other Mm. people, giving feedback yourself. And it's always most rewarding if you do both. Yeah. Because it makes you more empathetic towards both sides, like what it's like to give feedback and what it's like to receive feedback. Because I feel there's always a fine line here. And it's really hard to give constructive feedback in a way that helps the writer improve and that helps you make your your texts better. And that to me is always the goal Mm -hmm. and we've done we've experimented with this a little bit in the last few months and had a whatsapp feedback group and events where we would write together and focus specifically on that feedback aspect of writing and of reading things and i feel like this is something you have to learn as well and i never realized how much work goes into learning to give the kind Mm. of feedback that helps people improve and i think this is something you're better at than i am christina because you're working as an editor and you're more into that side of things. Well, it took a while to figure it out. Mm. It is an art. And I took classes at the University of Iowa where that was a big component of what we were doing. As a writer, I've noticed that I've been reading my texts, anyone's texts, books, etc., with a different eye. Before I was a writer, I was just consuming. And now as a writer, I'm looking at things and trying to see how did that work? How did it not work? Yeah. But if you're just looking at things that are already published, that are already perfect, it's really hard to think about how you can implement that in your own work. Yeah. And so it's actually really helpful to see something that is not completely polished and finished Mm -hmm. and to see similarities in what they've written and what you've written and say, this part isn't working, but here's what you can do to make it better. And it's something about having a little bit of distance from the work often helps Yes. Highlight in your mind how it could be better for someone else. And then to take that learning and apply it to your own work. Absolutely. Talking about communities again, I think we've talked about a lot of things that make communities great and that make them valuable. But we've also started getting into like there there are different types of communities and also different types of writing communities. Our local groups or sometimes online groups as well, where we like meet up for the Shut Up and Rights and they're like... There are groups that are similar to Shut Up and Write and have nothing to do with Shut Up and Write. There are groups like the Creative Questers. Welcome. Um, this <laughs> thing right here that this podcast is part of as well, where we do events and like one-off things or the 100 Word Project. Yeah. Shut Up and Write is just productivity. Mm-hmm. Well, productivity and networking. It is an international nonprofit group that has very specific outline of what you can and cannot do within that world. And so it is just about productivity, which is amazing for that purpose. But then you might want to find some other kind of group like creative questers or memoir mentors or all kinds of groups not affiliated with us (laughs) that will have a different aspect to it where it's, it goes beyond just productivity and we'll have workshops or we'll have uh, like our, our graveyard walks, we're just walking to get mm. walking through a graveyard yeah. to get inspirational. Inspiration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's critique groups. Yeah. And also there's whole retreats that you can go on. And we're like still figuring something like that out. There's these cool multi-day workshop events where you just go a place, have a writing vacation for yourself, taking time just to write and go places. And there's so many 
great resources to go onto one of those or to even organize something like that for you and your friends if that's mm -hmm. something you're into and there's also writing conferences yeah have you attended any conferences mm, no i really enjoy what we're doing and a lot of conferences like honestly are just super expensive yeah i have not been to any conferences myself but i've heard from so many people how helpful they are and how great they are at networking but the cost of entry for me has always been a barrier. Yeah. And a lot of the conferences I've looked at don't even have the the schedule online when yeah. you have to pay. And so it's like, ooh, do I really want to do this? I'm probably at a stage in my writing career that I really do need to try it just to experience it. Yeah. I'd love that as well. Especially since so many writers that I respect have spoken so highly about the experiences mm -hmm. they've had at these writers' conferences. Yeah, a lot of people actually say this, that you're like investing in yourself and in your mm. future and how it's hard to do that because this is not something you can see immediately. And the effect might not be obvious until like years down the line, but we invest into so many things and always forget that just because you're past school stage and past university stage, you're still learning and you can always improve and learn more and you should never stop wanting to learn and to grow. So investing in that it's actually a good thing. And just as an aside, please do tell me if you go to a conference because I really want to go to one too and I'll, we'll just link arms and walk in there together <laughs> and have fun. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One thing that we haven't talked about as far as a benefit of writing communities is one of the things that one of my friends has talked about also being a big benefit for conferences is making connections that can help you down the road. Yeah. You're building a network, you're finding other writing opportunities, you're finding suggestions for, hey, I really need an editor for this type of work, or I I need beta readers, you know. Yeah. I think this is so cool. So one of my friends, she has this whole series that she's working on and she has a friend she's made through writing conferences who was also writing a series. And now they are writing stories starring people from each other's series. How fun. Oh, that is so fun. And that's so wholesome too. Oh, it's wholesome that. and it's great marketing. It is. Because now they are sharing each other's readers, right? Yeah. So anybody who has read one of her friend's novels yeah. is going to be- yeah have this interest in reading a book that she's written and vice versa as a reader how cool is it read a book and then there's oh by the way this side character has a whole series you can read oh my god i'm getting so excited just, I know. just listening to this this sounds so cool and with connections it can also be something as simple as a friend of ours who's recently written this story which connected the werewolf mythology mm. with womanhood and then me just stumbling over a competition thing a call for entries that's requested specifically that like that was just meant to be it was so perfect you can just have friends that see something and they're like oh this is perfect for that one person and just that alone is so valuable and can lead your places and even if nothing ever comes of it just Finishing a story, sending it in, and just that accomplishment of having finished something and of putting yourself out there, that's a lot already. And maybe something cool will come of it. Yeah. We actually did a whole session about finishing things recently. And if you haven't listened to that, check it out. It's also available on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the main things why communities are great, that you can just 
network, connect to each other, have ideas and thoughts and share your knowledge as well. I've learned so much from people in the Shut Up and Write group. Sometimes it's like minor things and you never knew it existed. Mm -hmm. There's been people who I've met only once and never again, never even got to say thank you, by the way, for that, for that lovely suggestion. Then the main question I think that remains is, Christina, how do people get into writing groups? How do you get started finding stuff? Well, Meetup is where I started. And I think you said where you started. Yes. So meetup.com, there's a website, there's an app. The idea behind it is amazing. Some Sometimes you might stumble around a little bit trying to make it work for you as an organizer. But as a consumer of this, as somebody who's going and looking for activities, looking for things about writing, you can just go and in the top bar, you know, looking for this interest. And then you can say however many miles from whatever city you're in, whatever city you're going to be visiting. Shut Up and Write also has a website that's pretty good. There's almost an obscene number of online events still available. Thank you, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Not there before. Never thought, never thought we would say that. With all the bad stuff that happened, this has definitely been a huge plus. Meeting people we would have never met. Crazy. So I started this memoir mentors group in the midst of lockdown mm-hmm. where everyone was isolated. And I kept on seeing in these shut up and write groups where people were saying that they were working on memoirs, but they heard there was like some sort of shame or like they were not really wanting to share that that's what they were doing. Yeah. And so yeah. I thought, how wonderful would it be to have a group that's just for that? And so this memoir mentors is just online and there's all kinds of little niches you can find like that. There are groups that are specifically tailored for critique. There are book clubs. Yeah, all different kinds of clubs and groups. And the thing is, it can be so rewarding as well to like look specifically for the thing you want, like being in a memoir group. Like this always makes me think I kind of want to do a fan fiction group at least once. Mm. If you write something in a specific genre, like there are genres that are very much more personal than fiction is and where someone is commenting, oh, I don't like the way you wrote this. And you're like, but this is what happened. And this is Mm -hmm. how I feel about it. Do not tell me my feelings are invalid. So it can be super rewarding to like specifically even look for something you want to do. Or if you can't find it, you might even want to think about starting something. Right. And just becoming an organizer for should have been right in your city if it doesn't exist for a specific group and like there might even be Facebook groups or Instagram or maybe if you're not ready to go meet in person there are forums there are Facebook groups there are places you can find that you can get your foot in the door you can see what it might be like you can get feedback I'm a member of a bunch of Facebook groups for writers and it's really helpful. There are even ones for the technical aspects of I'm having problems with Microsoft Word. Yeah. Has anyone had this? And it's really incredible how you can get into some of these groups and people are so willing and happy to share their knowledge and help you get through that problem. Yeah. And again, places to share successes because your family, as much as they love you, probably don't care. (laughs) Well, they do care. They just, they're not writers themselves often. And so it's hard to put themselves in your shoes. Yeah. They'll say, oh, why aren't you done with that yet? (laughs) Yeah. So bottom line is writing groups are great or communities in general are great. And you should definitely join one. Yes. I can definitely say that it has improved the quality of my life. It sounds cheesy, but it has been life-changing. Yeah. And I agree. It's been the same for me. It's been so great meeting all these people and also 
finishing things and like working on my craft. Yeah. And just seeing opportunities and trying different things, Mm -hmm. learning from others. I mean, there are so many benefits. You might be pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. It really pays off. Yeah, totally worth it. Well worth it, yes. Absolutely. And I'm so glad. I mean, I would never would have met you. I never would have met so many amazing people. This would have never happened. Yeah. Yeah. I never would have thought I would be doing a podcast in (laughs) Germany, like my old life. This is completely outside (laughs) of my comfort zone, outside of who I used to be. And I like where I am. Isn't it brilliant to watch yourself grow so much? It is. Thank you for being on this path with me. Thank you for being on this path with me. I mean, same goes back to you. And this has just been a great experience. And I think this is the most loving and wonderful end note we could possibly have for this podcast. So please feel free to check out other episodes we've recorded. We also do have an Instagram account that's not super active, but in case you want to shoot us a message, feel free. And if you want to share with us how community has affected you, or if you want to share your challenges of finding a community and you need some help, feel free to email us at creativequesters at gmail.com. We would love to have a connection with you and hear how community has affected your life. Absolutely. If you like this episode, hope you found it helpful. Please do like it on whatever platform you're listening to. (laughs) Consider sharing it with your friends. Thanks for listening. Happy questing.